I'm going to be jumping back and forth on topics, so many to address, each one part of the puzzle, so many I can't cover because of time, but one thing is for sure, the world is cray-cray, here on Wednesday the 30th of August 2023, I'm Scott Hensler. I want to remind everyone of my new listeners, especially that Bitcoin, or uh, BitChute has other videos I post containing other authors' materials, I believe is just as essential, uh, the information in itself, where the platform, the other platforms just have my regular shows. So if I talk about subjects and talk about things and you're on some other platform, uh, such as Rumble and so forth, and you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to BitChute or go to my main website, at scotthenslernetwork.org, go to the links and find those platforms because on there I have so much more. I found the show with Marcus Samuel, as most of you know, because I did post it on all the platforms that I thought I lost all oh, from about eight years ago. I found a thumb drive that I must have must have fell into a box or something when I was moving from CDA Idaho, which is Coeur d'Alene, into Nevada and I posted it right away as soon as I found it because I was pretty excited about it so for my new new listeners if you have not heard it please check it out on any of the platforms titled Marcus Samuel and Scott Hensler interview now those who have heard it know that Marcus died shortly after the show and I want to point out that Marcus was not at fault for anything that caused his death this was a pure spiritual attack that I believe was formed by many people. I was planning on praying for him because there were things that he discussed in the show that I completely forgot about because it had been so long since I heard it that um, really alerted me that I needed to cover and uh, pray for him and break these things off, but never got the chance because unfortunately he died before it happened. And when I publicly back then discussed it that, uh, you know, after the death and I came back from, from uh, uh, visiting the, uh, the circumstance there, there was a lot of things that were brought to my attention that I did not know about. And I wanted to bring it up and I was pretty chastised for it. So uh, through respect for the family and the close friends, I backed off and I get it. Because it is a hard thing to deal with. It is a hard thing uh, to comprehend, especially when you have a man like Marcus who was so well-loved. He was so dedicated to, to Scripture, to the Bible, to being the man of God that uh, I think that we should all strive to be, including myself, because he really loved serving the Lord. So in respect, as I said, that I just backed off, but... Uh, here we are now in 2023, 
and the hordes of hell are being released. So this may be potentially round two. And and yes, I, I do have concerns, and so I hope you all learn from the show that uh, anybody is vulnerable. Uh, the viability of the potential in these last days, because there's groups of people, you can call them targeted, you can call them whatever you want, but um, the perps, the flying monkeys, the witches, the sorcerers, the divinators, the ones who hate God's people, the ones that are of their father, the devil, have joined in many, many ways and many, many times, and I've seen people over the years succumb to them. And I've gotten my rear end kicked a few times. In fact, the last time that I got beat up, I was very disappointed in myself that I, I was not prepared. I was not uh, prayed up. I was not ready for it. And the witches and the curses and the vexes, you know, that they are real, as these spoken words and the power of those who are of the dark side got me by surprise. And like I say, I was not happy with myself that this, this took place. And so it was from that point in time that I drew the sword of the Spirit and I charged forward. And no matter what the circumstance is, no matter even if I take a few hits, I am going to charge forward. And when you have powerful divinators working together, anything can happen. And so being divided, the division among us, is not an option. We need each other, and we need an uncluttered relationship with God. Did you hear what I just said? It is very important because I believe that I've gotten to the point that I am now because I was so dedicated. I, I, I didn't, you know, reading the Word of God and absorbing it like a, like a sponge and, and walking in the Spirit and listening to the Holy Spirit when, when He told me to do something, whether it was pray for somebody. You know, I can remember walking into a... Uh, coffee shop in Gilbert Chandler, kind of the border there. And I've told the story before, and as I was going through the parking lot, there was this uh, little old Hispanic guy, and he looked like Juan Valdez pulling the donkey. I mean, I'm serious. And he was wearing the sombrero and the whole nine yards, and he came over to me, and he's going, sir, sir. And I stopped, you know, and I said, yeah, yeah, what's up? He said, sir, would you pray for me? And I'll tell you what, the power of God came at that moment. And I don't know what was going on with this guy, but I laid hands on him and I prayed. And when I was done, he looked up at me with a big smile on his face and he asked me if I was a priest because most likely he's been just exposed to Catholicism. And I said, no, I said, I'm just somebody that... Uh, that, but that believes in, in the great commission of Jesus Christ. So whatever was going on, whatever the situation was, it wasn't necessary for me to know, but I was obedient. I prayed for a man who requested it. He could have been an angel that I was entertaining and did not know it. I don't know. But in either case, things can also go the other way. And we end up in a situation where we're fighting for 
Well, for instance, another story. And and this was this was in Idaho, and I I went to a barbecue, and there was quite a few people there, and they were all Christians. It was all part of a, a group and a Bible study and everything else. And it was one of the last times that I ever had anything to do with it because this actually started a downfall for me with the relationships with the church. And so I'm outside talking to people about what I do, right? Because most Christians have no idea about deliverance. They don't know they're supposed to cast out demons. They're, you know, they're, they're just programmed by the churches. And someone had asked me what I thought about Israel and uh, the great horror of the last days and, and, and all this. And so I, I started to give a detailed explanation of what I believed and still believe today especially after the research that I've done. And as soon as I started talking, this was outside on the patio, somebody came from the kitchen area and said that there's a woman on the floor flopping around. Well, I knew immediately that someone was manifesting. Or, you know, who knows, could be having a stroke or whatever because it was an older group. Anyway, so I go in, and sure enough, you know, all the telltale signs are there that this woman was manifesting. And I went over to her, and I laid hands on her to, to help pick her up and get her into a chair. And whatever big boy this woman had in her, this thing was causing my heart rate to go up. I was being confused. I was, uh, I knew I was in a fight. And I leaned in and I whispered to her because I, I had suspicions about this person anyways. I said, no, you don't. And she said back to me, it's not a demon. Well, I never said demon and I never said anything such a sort. So you know that it was that situation with her coming back with this. And I, and I continued and I fought and I finally broke it and I finally put it back in its bottle, so to speak. And she snapped out of it, and I gave her a card, my business card, and I said, I want you to call me, uh, that was like Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, I want you to call me on Monday. Well, it never happened. And that was a situation that if I did not have the faith, if I was not in the position and clean, my doors closed, it could have got really, really ugly. Now, because the demons couldn't get me, then the church that they belonged to, I didn't belong to it, it was kind of a group of people from different churches, asked me to uh, give my view on what happened there, because there had been some suspicions, there had been some complaints, and I did. I, I So I sat with the associate pastors during, uh, there was two of them during the lunch, and told them what I thought. And so then there was a, you know, they were going to look into it and everything else. Well, it all blew up on me. You know, that's how it goes, right? And so that was the last time that I ever allowed anything to putting myself in that position to a church that does not believe in deliverance and that I suspected was under the Freemason curse to begin with. So... No matter who you are, especially if you are prophetic, 
this is a you you need someone alongside you did you hear what i just said if you really are prof prophetic if you really do hear from the holy spirit this is a gift that needs to be protected and i'm talking about the real deal i'm not talking about people who have clairvoyant demons have familiar spirits that uh practiced whatever a long time ago and never got deliverance and they're they're hearing from two different uh, sources and so their words are tainted it doesn't follow scripture it doesn't improve it doesn't help and those that are truly of of the you know walk in the spirit you wouldn't think but they can be very vulnerable to hexes vexes spells witchcraft curses it can hit them upside the head it can take them down it can cause them to be ill it can cause them to have depression and anxieties and actually have suicidal thoughts these things are real and this is why we need each other we have to have each other's back so take inventory of your life and throw out anything that is displeasing to God if I had that one more day with Marcus, he still possibly would have been with us. I don't know. We'll never know. When I found out the lost show and played it, it was, like I said, the first time that I had heard it in a very long time, the hair on my arms stood up. Because I, you know, more time has gone by, I've seen more things there were some key things that to me said that they, they needed to be addressed and unfortunately I was not able to do that so please know that Marcus was one uh, that we cannot do without so we lost an advantage we cannot get back but we who are left move on and that's what we will do even if I'm taken out you will have to still move on. Those who have been listening to me for a very long time, for again, God is in control and we have a job to do. So let's do it. All right? All right, moving on. As I said, I'm going to kind of move around a little bit because there's a lot to talk about. So, you know, I, I go to California for a week. I needed some time off. My wife wanted to take some time off. She still works. She works very hard. And um, so as we're over there, Nevada experiences its first case of climate terrorist. And many of you have probably seen the videos, watching the video and hearing those agents of destruction uh, being swiftly dealt with. Uh, on the road that led to the Burning Man um, debacle. Because anyone who's going to go to dirt, uh, Burning Man, anyone who goes there, you're putting yourself at risk, you're walking into the devil's uh, den, so to speak, in the belly of the beast. But in either case, uh, the Nevada Rangers, it was on uh, the Paiute Indian Reservation, I believe, but the road is still State Highway, that um, as these people were being dealt with who were blocking traffic, 
And so they had miles of cars backed up in the hot deserts. Cars were overheating. People probably only had so much gas to get there and back because the darn tickets are so much. The heat on people who shouldn't be in the direct heat. That whole situation, it shows you how insane and crazy and stupid these people are, or I should say are full of stupid demons. And in their defense of themselves of what they were doing while the officer, the ranger, a ranger classification is a little different if it's still the same, and that they're under the Department of Public Safety. I haven't looked it up, but, but knowing from Arizona and Idaho and uh, uh, Texas that uh, they fall under the Department of um, Public Safety. But in any case, they have authority. And in that authority, they had the right to clear that road. And one of the officers was very abrupt about it, swiftly dealt with these people saying, these people saying to the to the ranger, uh, we are nonviolent. Well, then why are you putting people at risk? We were just standing here. No, you were blocking the road and uh, obstructing traffic. For the Nevada ranger who smashed through the barricade, good job. And that's exactly how it should all be dealt with. But the one officer or ranger who led the charge will probably be reprimanded by the new governor who was the sheriff during the Las Vegas shooting. I've talked about this before. Interesting, the sheriff, Joe Lombardo, now our governor. Maui chief of police, who is also a coroner, which is very weird, was in charge of the tactical unit during the Las Vegas shooting. Uh, that would be uh, Chief Joe, okay? Uh, by the way, the last governor, Joe uh, Sisolak, um, I've complained about him before. This guy, I'll tell you what, you know, when whenever you have anyone on the Democratic ticket, and, and look, it's finally to come, it, it's time for you to come to the understanding that the Democratic Party has been completely taken over. It was a long time ago. It always was an agent of division amongst those of the republic. And the this governor, Sisolak, was the one who implemented the red flag laws here in Nevada. Now, if you're not familiar with the red flag laws, if you are a gun owner, and you should be, that if somebody like a neighbor or someone, maybe you have a disagreement or maybe it's a a bad relationship that you you know you broke up or something and someone complains and says that they are concerned of your mental status and that you have guns with a no knock warrant they can come and kick your door down and take your guns from you without a trial without a warrant without proof and then they sort it out later and i heard trump himself support this Yes, let's take the guns now, and we'll figure it all out later. Uh, no, you Jewish moron, I'm sorry, you are going against the Second Amendment. You just told us who you are. And I'm sorry for the way I put things, but I'm sick of this. They're the ones that are going to get us killed. You're going to starve to death. You're going to be hit with a laser. You're going to die of some weird disease, or someone's going to kill you. That's where we are. And so these people who support the red flag laws, just as Sisolak did, is a Chinese sellout with a Chinese wife. Oh, gee, now here we have another coincidence. 
The video, by the way, of the guy posted a, I posted a few years ago confronting Sisolak in a public restaurant right here in the Carson City area, letting Sisolak know openly what a traitor Sisolak was. And those things that, uh, uh, that he, you know, like the COVID lockdowns and, and uh, just, we don't, by the way, he probably was not elected. And even during the, the 2020 elections, that uh, uh, there was issues with the voting, Sisolak blocked any investigation. Uh, so it tells you who, who he is. So this guy... This young man apparently had his own blog show and uh, podcast where he attacked, you know, Sisolak verbally in the restaurant, followed him out to the car, recording the whole time. There was someone else with another camera, so there were a couple of views. Uh, this guy has committed suicide. He's no longer with us. He's no longer on the face of this earth. Do you think that's by coincidence? See how this all works? I bring this all up to confirm me and my wife are not going to conform to the new mandates and the lockdowns coming. We, conformity never saved a nation. Conformity going along with the tyrant plan never brought anyone out of communism. This will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. If we do not stand up now, we can kiss goodbye what we have left. This is it. It's all on the line. The rubber meets the road now. Food shortages, financial collapse, loss of jobs, civil unrest, 5G weapons making us sick, more poisons and needles. We are in a horror movie that jumped off the screen right in to the audience. That's how bad it is. Look at Maui. Don't think we are not going to be next here in the States. By the way, anything blue did not burn up, if some of you have been watching this. Now, before we go any further, I had, uh, when, when I was working for uh, the company that I retired from, I was brought on as an electrical mechanical technician, originally. And I, was, I always wanted to be classified more as an electronics technician, but I had uh, a strong background in mechanical, so that diversified my, uh, my uh, work skills, and so they gave me this double classification. So that led me into working on lasers at this company. So I was the laser guy. I was the microscope guy. I was the calibration guy. Uh, I was in part of my job was photolithography, and so I, I had a lot of multitask. But I was the laser guy, and these were these were called YAG lasers. They were made of krypton. Okay, so kryptonite, right? So the thing's actually real. But anyways, they were very specific to color. They would they would burn through anything, but you could take a let's say a business card and hold it up. It was white. And it really wouldn't do much putting it in the path of the laser. And, but as soon as you moved it to the black ink or any other color, it would just, boom, burn right through it. And they used these, they used to call them transistor um, shavers. They, what they did is, or not transistor, but resistor uh, trimmers. 
And what they would do is put a hunk of carbon underneath it and burn it away till they got a certain resistance for precision uh, making, like a gold band resistor, if some of you know what I'm talking about. But in any case, they used they, these were modified to scribe the silicon wafers that they made the semiconductors on. So there was a number on the wafer, on the disk, on the chip itself, you know, where, where the chips were made. And so I was responsible for all that. So I, you know, between Haney lasers, halogen, uh, helium, uh, there's argon, you know, the old ones used to be rubies. And now we have a plethora of all different technologies that can make lasers, but also a very, very wide spectrum not just red, not just green, right? But there can be violet, there can be blue, there can be different colored lasers. And so, as it turns out, anything in Maui that was blue did not burn up. Blue lasers, when focused on a blue object, will not harm it. It may skim it, it may sizzle just a bit, but it will not burn it. But as soon as the laser light hits another color, it will burn right through, right? And so interesting that Oprah's, Oprah Winfrey's house on Maui had a blue roof. And it turns out that FEMA has the ability to quickly install covers over roofs to make them blue. Now, is this a coincidence? Well, you know, just saying right and also note about the blue frequency that and I had to look this up too I, I had seen it on another site but uh, 10 to the 14th power okay so when you're talking about light when you, you know, remember we talked about infrared and my cameras and so forth I'm familiar with ultraviolet because of the photolithography familiar with the other spectrums because of the lasers and familiar with the infrared because of my cameras and so as I researched this to verify it, 10 to the 14th power. So this, this virtually makes it 6.66 terahertz. Not megahertz, not gigahertz, but terahertz because it's a, a, uh, a nanometer size, meaning that it's way beyond microwave, way up in the higher spectrum. And, uh, you know, by the way, I almost forgot to mention the two do lasers under direction of the new space force are located one in Maui and the other here in Nevada. Hmm. Well, that's weird because there's another connection or possibility of the governor and the Maui police chief. Do you think it's by coincidence? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think that there's something that potentially could be could happen here uh, in Nevada. So as mentioned before, is there a target in Nevada? Is it next on the list? Maui police chief, by the way, I've looked at him, got you know some of those close-ups, and let me tell you, that man has got demons crawling all over him like ticks and flies. If he was to come and see me, I would need to prayer up and go into Holy Ghost lockdown. Just saying. Now, back to the laser thing. Past President Reagan 
introduced Star Wars when he was in office, the defense, is how we ended up with space lasers. But not for Reagan's defense system, but who knows what else they're doing with it. And now, of course, everything that we've ever built, everything we've ever put together, wanted to remind everyone that uh, when uh, Clinton was in office, for the U.S. Patent Office, which I own three patents myself, I'm very familiar with it, the process, uh, dealing with patent examiners and the filing and the rejection and, and uh, the victory and the whole thing. So I paid a lot of attention to it. And so when Clinton was in office, he put a desk in the patent office for the Chinese that when you submit a patent, now it's supposed to be a, a disclosure, meaning that is not for public. It goes, it's supposed to go right to them to be kept in secret until verified. The date of which you submitted is very crucial because in the United States, it's whoever gets there first. And this meant that the Chinese, for every patent that was submitted, would go across their desk. Clinton should have been hung for treason on that one alone. So the lasers of then the Star Wars when Reagan were land ground based, not satellites. And but the satellites that were up there were mirrors, reflectors. So the beam would shoot up from the ground and through the coordination through through the you know technology especially of that time they would direct the beam you know right boom 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 you know kind of like when you're playing handball and how it bounces off the wall and hits the other wall in the ground you know until it hits its target so it's capable of hitting many targets very quickly so now you know this is what 40 years ago you know or so way back and so now here we are with solid state lasers you know, you have laser uh, gun sight lasers, uh, uh, pointers, right? Different types of lasers, and they're solid state. They're a diode. They're a laser diode. And so they can make these things very big, but they have to be powered. And so what are the reasons for the older technology to be ground-based? What is it required a tremendous amount of power? So the two do weapons, the ones in Maui and the ones in Nevada, probably are the same concept ground based lasers can be larger and contain more energy to be expelled outward you know but they have to get their high power from the power grid now does it mean there aren't space lasers oh, of course there are you know you've you've got uh, voltaic cells solar cells right uh, some of these may actually be nuclear powered right because small nuclear generators have been around for a very long time so it's very possible but the the point of it is if it's in Maui and you got one in Nevada they're on the power grid so where does Maui do weapons get its energy well that's from BlackRock owned power company another connection and so who supplies the power for Nevada NV Energy. I pay the bill every month. And who owns NV Energy? It's a Warren Buffett owned based company. The same Warren Buffett who was 
public about population reduction and a new world order policy holder. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. There is no coincidence. This is all by design. All right, moving on. This week on the police fire scanner, you know, I talked about it last time, and the medical emergencies continue to happen. But I had to I had to go to the DMV. Oh, man, that's a tough thing to go through. And while I was waiting in the parking lot, I was listening to my scanner, and I listened to the county. I listened to another county, and I listened to uh, the Highway Patrol, the uh, Nevada Public Safety. And a call came out, and this is the third call that I've heard. And it was a woman who was hearing voices, and she could not get the voices out of her head, and it was driving her to the point that she wanted to commit suicide because she couldn't take it any longer. Now, I don't take any of this lightly. This is real stuff. I don't believe that she's schizophrenic. I believe that this is psychotronic technology. And this is the third call that I have personally heard myself. Now, I don't listen to the scanners all the time, only when I'm in the office, and sometimes I turn them off because it's hard to concentrate when I'm researching and hearing all this stuff going on. So what's the probability of me within a year, two years' time, hearing three separate cases of women in cars driving down the road, pulling off the road, hearing voices, calling 911, freaking out? And one of them, by the way, the, the very first one was taken to a military hospital. We've got one locally here because of the airport or the uh, Air Force Base. That's where the Blue Angels are stationed, by the way. So she couldn't make them stop, threatening suicide. This is just on top of the call that I also heard uh, in Reno. And I, and I have talked about this, it's been a while now, that several cars in the freeway transition had pulled over and the people within the cars were going psychotic with extreme fear and just begging and calling for help because they had no idea why they were losing it. They had no idea why they felt crazy. Now I know that I know this area very well and talked about it before. And this location uh, has, it, it's, it's by a college, it's kind of hilly, there's a very large mountain back there, and it's a main communication site for public service, for the sheriff's office, for Reno, but also the state emergency services. So every kind of radio tower loaded with every kind of antenna is low, I mean, you know, I'm a big radio guy. I love ham radio. I love all of this stuff. Every time I go by, I just I'm just uh, taken by how much technology and the expense of everything that that goes into this, and because it's all state of the art, it just fascinates me. Now I never got a follow up as to what was really going on in that situation, but again, with so many people separate and all these different cars within the same area, you can't tell me that there was not psychotronic technology that these people were targeted 
and driven to this insanity. So I'm seeing a pattern, and uh, I'm, I think that most of this really started taking place after the vaccines came out, which must include cell technology, which would be 5G. So if you start to feel, and I, I bring in this all up because as, as I was over in California, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that we did over there, that my wife and I all the time we get pricks and, and feel like pins and, and uh, we get headaches and, and we know that it's microwave. We know that it's 5G. We know that something's going on. And there are times that uh, even myself feel uneasy, but I have to just remind myself what it is and take a deep breath to not let my mind wander or run away with me uh, to, to think something else. So if you start to feel like you're losing control and even hearing voices, know what it is and don't allow yourself to become overtaken by fear. It will pass. Notice that I said fear. This is all new, so I guess we're all going to have to figure this out together because I believe that it's going to increase and I believe that more people are going to be affected. So I'm letting you know that if you feel like you're being taken, that there's voices in your head, that you feel an uneasy, that you feel like you're losing control and that like almost like a uh, an anxiety attack, attack where you may actually think that you're having a heart attack, you may think that you're going crazy, these are technologies targeting you. So just be aware of them. Stand in the name of Jesus Christ as I do. And do not allow fear to overtake me. Okay? All right. Moving on. Getting back to the situation uh, where the climate terrorists were blocking the road that for those that were going to Burning Man. I want to talk about Burning Man. I've talked about it before, but it's been a long time. It's taking place. This is also referred to as Wicker Man, Burning Man, The Man, culminating ceremony, which means to reach a highest level of great degree of climax. Now, the protesters weren't just there for climate. They were also protesting the fact that they felt that Burning Man had become too commercialized and saw this as a that the the it was a violation against this sacred ceremony that was taking place in the desert so right there it tells you right there it tells you where these people are really at in their brains and that they're devinators they're new agers they've been taken over this is why they're behaving the way they do, because they have no sense. And because most likely they've rejected Jesus Christ, and God has turned them over to a reprobate mind or a debased mind. You're not going to get anywhere with these people. So with this highest level of degree of climax, when those who go to the ceremonies, otherwise the climax is of the burning man, Note this 
effigy is a sacrifice of a man burning unto death in great fear and pain. This is what they call sacred? The same way the cabal murders innocent people. So in real practice, a person is placed inside a wicker or wooden structure. By the way, there's a movie called Wicker Man. You might want to uh, watch the movie. There is, some, you know, again, it isn't just um, it isn't just a story. These things really take place. Um, those of the sacrificing of children, uh, the the spirit of Moloch, the statue that uh, that uh, was choked, you know, stoked up to cherry white, meaning that it was the hottest, and the women would drop the babies into the arms of the statue, and the children were going to flames and you know just it's all being reenacted again that this wooden structure made in the image of a person whether it's a man woman is set afire killing by incineration this is how the devil works and so we know then it has nothing to do with god people pay hundreds of dollars each to be part of this black rock city in the Nevada deserts, Black Rock. Hmm. Black Rock, another connection. All right. You know, the, the very fact that uh, the numbers, the amount of people that go to this each year, and it's been going on for a long time, is pretty scary. Now, there can be as many as 80,000 plus. This is the time for witches, sorcerers, and all other types of divinators to infect others who have absolutely no idea of the tainted ground they are standing on. Over the years, I have encountered mostly women who said while they were there attending Bernie Man, something entered into them and they were never the same again. Well, what do you think that means? That means that they went against God's will. They participated in one of the rituals of sacrifice, whether it was effigy or not, and they opened a door. I want to point out that the thousands of people gathered into one place in close proximity makes for the perfect event of demonic transfer. Demons don't have to go very far. You're shoulder to shoulder. You're bumping into everyone. Some people are drunk. Some people are stoned. Some people are just high on the demons that, are, that they've got. Their doors are open. They're not in Christ. The demons are having a heyday. And if someone goes there, whether they don't really quite understand it, you know, they may say they're a Christian and they go there, they didn't get deliverance. They didn't get their curses broke off of them. They go there with open doors. And also, countries like our own here that have satellites, what a perfect way for analyzing, documenting, counting, taking, you know, because it isn't just white light photograph. There's infrared imaging, there's ultraviolet imaging, uh, there's, there's electromagnetic uh, imaging as well. So, you know, I, I don't like calling it aurora, uh, 
around someone, but there is some field around us that can be measured, and when it's categorized, documented, and put into into memory for their servers, the servers like they have there in Salt Lake City, then your signature of who you are is now completely captured. And so countries like our own use satellite technology to do all of this. And I think it would be a good idea that anyone who goes there, by the way, to wear blue while attending Burning Man. Burning Man. Think about this now. Do weapons, 80,000 people in the desert. That would be, they wouldn't, all they'd have to do is throw a switch. They could, they could virtually torch everyone, turn them into carbon. And by the way, you need to remember, you cannot destroy matter, you can only alter it. And I'm going to talk about that, not today. But what it means is when, when you are incinerated, there's ashes left. Well, that's carbon, just like charcoal, just like something else. And if these people out there, all together in one spot, one laser could virtually turn them into Burning Man. And I'll tell you, it's... It, is, is is that beyond them doing that? Well, we just saw what they did in Maui. There's no question. Look, Alex can can say, look, he's he's bent a little bit on this now, coming back to to the to the do weapons as as talked about him. But in either case, it's not past them to do this. It would be one massive sacrifice. They're already in the opposition of God. By being out there, do you do you understand what I just said? Going to such a thing and practicing divination, because we're we're not to practice such things. We're not even to associate with those people. And by doing so, you can lose the covering. So my main concern is all these people will be going home with a monkey on their back. So everybody that went there, they exchanged their demons. Hello, I'm Fred. Hey, I'm Mark. Hey, Sue, how are you? Shaking hands. You, I'll, I'll give you two demons for that big demon over there. That's what they did. Those demons were jumping back and forth, kind of like flies on meat hanging from a tree. And when they went home, they went home with something they didn't go there with. And I'll tell you, it's not going to end well for them. Not a good thing at all. So each year, more and more people open doors to the spirit realm and most likely will never close them because they'll never hear the truth. They'll never go through deliverance. So as more people give demons legal right, because that's what you're doing when you practice such things, the right to torment them, infect them. I believe more demons are released from hell because we see with uh, um, the Book of Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees, that there's information in there that tells us that 90% of the demons, the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, were bound in hell 
and 10% were allowed to roam the earth. Now, that was with a quantity of people at the time. But also now we have the potential of those who are, you know, one of the things about siren spirits is that they were human once. And so those of the occult, those who have done things that go along that classification of having sex with fallen angels, because that's what the punishment was, that if you engaged in such things that uh, you were damned to be a siren, that there's more demons now potentially on this earth than there ever has been before. That is a very serious circumstance. So with all that, it could mean that with this exceptional amount of demons and with the deaths of so many predicted intentionally with the COVID shots and 5G and, and space lasers, you know, do weapons, there will be millions and millions of demons left homeless looking for open doors, clinging on to the living to set up camp and start the demonic cycle again in a new host. And if you, if you think I'm crazy, you know, I've been doing deliverance for a very, very long time. And just when I thought that I saw everything and something weird couldn't come along that could be even weirder than the last circumstance, I'm proven wrong. Now, note that the founders of the Burning Man from San Francisco they must have been in the occult and will be held responsible for the millions of people going to hell and their blood of those who perish from the, the attendance of this will be on these founders hands think about this what door do you need to close whatever it is do it now before the next busload of demons cross over to the physical I mean, look at, um, here's another thing. Look at the, the borders are wide open, right? This is insane. And so you have, you have uh, people of different nations. I'm not going to call them religions. There, there's, there's those who practice voodoo, those who practice santeria, uh, England's very big about practicing witchcraft. In fact, some of the stuff that just went on over there confirms that. But you have all these people running in here, and they're destroying this country. They've destroyed Europe. They've destroyed many uh, other countries. They're going to fall because of this taking place. And so see it as the same thing as the demons rushing in to this country and taking the, just look at the newbies, the ones who are in the middle that may think they're a Christian. They don't really, you know, they're not really doing the Great Commission or anything. They're just kind of in the middle. They just, you know, being thrown to and fro. They could, they're, they're, they're just as much danger to us as, as anyone else. I noted years ago when I was active in public studies that everyone seemed to have a different translation of the Bible. So where I had a King James, others would have everything else from the NIV to the Amplified and everything else in between. 
So as we would read aloud together with one reading, right, one leading the read, their own translation, everyone seemed to be hearing and reading something different. Have you ever tried to follow along in your Bible when someone's reading out of a different translation? So with several afterward expressing what their Bible said. So we just got through reading the Bible, right, supposedly. And now everyone's going through and saying, but my Bible says this. Well, my Bible says that. As if it was better than one or the other. And its meaning seemed to say something else. Because I've had like Second Timothy 1.7. God have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Out of the King James. That is so straightforward. It says what it means. But you go to other translations, and I'm like, what did they just say? They completely robbed the ability for you to understand that you can stand because God didn't give you that fear. And I say all of this because it means we are not fully in agreement or complete in understanding altogether. Now, since news sources cater to certain groups, I see it the same way, like CNN and MSNBC, which are completely psyops, completely run by those that do not have our best interest. They all tell a different story to the listeners compared uh, of conservative shows. Now, I'm not going to compare Fox as a, as a conservative show because it's actually part of the left-right paradigm, good cop, bad cop, just another one of these psyops. This assures everyone is in this, basically, in an opposition to each other, right? Because in this, you know, you have a different belief, especially in your local or national world events, each believing they have the truth and are, let's say, liberals, for instance, they can be extremely offended. They can go crazy. They can scream. You know, these pink-haired, blue-haired wackos that are out there, by the way, you know, they're going to get worse. With these mass mandates coming, um, just get ready for it. Stand your ground with them. Because their shrills and their demons, as they scream at you, they're word-cursing you. Do not receive it. So each of them believing and being offended by the opposition of information. So when we have truth and we try and tell them truth, and I've gone into detail about this before, their demons can absolutely go crazy. Look at the, the so-called Christian doctrines of predestination or Calvinism, pre-trib, mid-trib, prosperity, all appeal to a certain type of person. So if you tend to be more narcissistic, I believe you're drawn towards Calvinism. If you're one that thinks it can make a quick buck, maybe you're one driven, driven towards the prosperity doctrine. All of them have absolutely nothing to do with the Word of God and the Great Commission. Look at Mormonism, Seventh-day Adventists, and on and on and on. And with all these different religions and different opinions and different thoughts, since God is a God of order and Satan is the author of confusion, 
Where do you think all of these doctrines and religions come from? So none of us as a whole, unfortunately, are on the same page whether we are right or whether we are wrong. We're really all divided. And it it's so hard. You know, I, I'm, I consider myself fortunate that I don't get attacked uh, very much and, and bad things said. It, it, it's had its time and, and probably will come back. But, but when, when I try and do the best I can with the information that I have in my experience, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old dog now. You know, I used to be the young one. Used to be the you know the the one that they always made fun of or always did double duty or piled on me, you know, because I was the young guy. Well, that's that train has done left the station. Now I'm the old dog, as I've said before, laying in front of the fireplace, and the little puppy comes up and tries to nibble on my tail, and I just lift my head and woof, go away. And with division, we as a whole, as I mentioned before. Um, are incapable, really, of standing against tyranny. And so when I see something that I believe, I'm going to speak it. You know, there's a lot to do with Zionism that is absolutely destroying this country. And those who haven't quite understood this or, or who are still in their brainwashed Zionist Calvary Baptist churches can't receive it. And it was a it was a hard pill for me to swallow too because I, you know, as a Christian coming to Christianity in 93, then as hungry as I was for the word, I went to all the churches, you know, all the main churches, and that's what they taught. And then brought to my attention the reality of things, it was something that just was a slow process, kind of like the flat earth. Didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, flat, earth's flat. No, I researched it, I looked at it, I prayed about it, I examined the evidence, and then I came to a conclusion. So we really have little or no chance to come through the final move against mankind unless there is divine intervention that could come in many forms of a great awakening. Now, there's a so-called great awakening taking place mainstream. I'm going to be addressing some of this. I have things to say, things that I'm very concerned about. And it's part of the Zionist move to, again, take us down a road that... Uh, that uh, we don't need to go. So, a true awakening can come in many forms, and that would mean that in a worldwide lifting of the veil, that all or at least a large portion of the population could now see the truth as God intended. See, there's a big difference. Big differences to what man comes into agreement of what he thinks truth is, but truth is what God has put forth. Note, with that comes a great responsibility. When you know the truth, the responsibility for those who see the truth is to 
now do the right thing. But since sin, legal rights for demons, and toxins and electromagnetic frequencies have now captured the minds and the souls of most of the population, or at least it seems that way, that it most likely will really... the, The amount of people that could just say no to this next wave of mandates, say no to the vaccines, and a great will, and a great will go back and forth because you've got to eat, right? You got to get gas at the gas station. You, you've you know you got to go to to the drugstore. You, you you need to do these things, and so though you don't want to comply to it, you may not get them unless you do. And this is the pressure that they're putting on us, and it's going to be hard for all of us. So, it's really only going to be a few who truly stand up. And maybe right now, that's already happening. You know, we may be surprised here that even the newbies, uh, the normals, I should say, are the ones that... that, uh, will probably be go back and forth a little bit, but you know, there's a point in time where you just get sick of it. And so the rest are still going to continue in this great deception, and it's it's a shame. Because this virtually means that those who do not have our best interest are going to do whatever it takes to take us down. This, this again, would mean a great responsibility on the shoulders of a few, the remnant, the wheat, the chosen. So my point, get ready. If you are one of the few, stand because the there's a great battle in front of you. I mean, it's going to be there anyways, but it'll f- make you feel like you're the one being pressured. You're the one that's being hit. You're the one that's being targeted. How this is all going to look and feel, well, I don't really know. But what I do know is God is going to finish what he started. He is still in control. His son is going to return. And that is what I know. All right. Moving on as I close out here. Now, I mentioned that, you know, I was in California And my wife and I went to the Santa Cruz attraction called Mystery Spot. Mystery Spot. I've never heard of it. She apparently knew about it, wanted to go since, uh, because she used to live in California. And it's an area that is uh, a small containment without a hillside that the laws of physics do not apply. And so when things should be level, when should things should be going uphill, they go downhill. Uh, when they go downhill, they should be going uphill. You know, it's just, it's insane. You move over a couple of feet and everything changes. So while watching the demonstrations, my wife and I both got sick, very nauseated, lightheaded. One of those sickly feelings that, uh, you know, you don't, it's hard to even stand you want it to go away. And it took about an hour to recover once we left. So what was going on? Well, I can only guess, but one thing in the physical behavior, 
that most likely the ley lines, if you're familiar with them, there may be a crossing there. Now, compasses don't work either, and they spin, and they do all kinds of weird things as you walk around. I've actually seen that before as a man tracker, doing search and rescue, going into mountain top areas, into canyons, where my compass would just spin, which is usually an indication that there's an excessive amount of iron ore. Uh, at least that's what I thought back then. But now, knowing more about ley lines, then I think that that's probably what's going on there. And this high magnetic energy that can come from it, that I mentioned before, that compasses just do not work, that if anyone who goes there, just please be aware that you could become very sick. We did, right? And we also went to San Jose and visited the famous Winchester House. Some of you have probably been there before. I always wanted to go. I had a, oh, boss, uh, geez, I, I guess that's going to be 40 years ago, went when he got married because it's been there a long time. And it was, it was a little disappointing because they really didn't want to talk about guns. They didn't want to talk about, you know, they, they just mentioned that, you know, that Winchester... Uh, he he came up with the repeating rifle, meaning that, you know, before when they had muskets and and so forth, that, uh, you know, he had to reload, you know, can only do one shot at a time when it came to a rifle. Well, he came up with a repeating rifle, so otherwise you could fire many, many rounds, and just think of the advantage of that. But um, one of the things that I was disappointed in was that they really didn't get into the issues because it's supposed to be a haunted house. And what the original description of it was that because of the spirits of those who were killed by the rifle, that they were going to haunt Mrs. Winchester because Mr. Winchester died. And so she was left this massive fortune she built this incredible house uh, in San Jose. And through going through seances and psychics and tarot card readers and all the divinators, they had her convinced to continually build this house. Well, they didn't go into any of that. That was stuff that I already knew, stuff I had already researched. And what was disappointing, that, uh, you know, the practice of such things, such as necromancy, seances, and just plain old divination your house is going to be haunted. So it didn't have anything, of course, to do with any disembodied spirits out of a human because that doesn't take place. And the twinkling of an eye upon death, you're either in one place or another. And this is, this is a, a story that could have been more informational about the circumstances to give us a, a view of what took place back then when it came to spiritualists, when it came to those that, uh, because see, seances and going to what we call now psychics uh, was very popular. It was extremely popular. You know, I, I talked about uh, the, the Civil War. I, I talked about the... Uh, institutions that were built. There were many of them. 
that were put together after the Civil War because of the mass wave of depression. You know, I've described all of that. And so there was a, a great hunger for those who lost the loved ones to reconnect or to at least get an idea what happened to them, because many, many people never did. And so this kind of thing took off and is especially was very popular during the 20s, seances. In fact, if you look at some of the old movies up and through the 40s, it seemed like almost every movie had some kind of weird seance in it. Now, like my wife was there actually 20, 30 years ago, and she told me that they actually had a gun display. And, of course, that wasn't there now. Well, why is all that? Because of this craziness against guns. So, being politically correct, then guns weren't shown. They they briefly described what, you know, the Winchester house was, you know, originated from Mr. Winchester. And then went on to say that she was a spiritualist and that she just simply talked to the spirits and everything else. Well, that wasn't the case. She was horribly tormented. Well, again, for those who practice such things, and I would hate to think that where she truly ended up, which is very unfortunate, but in either case, the very fact of being politically correct about demonization, I found very bizarre. But you know what? That's California for you. They're never going to tell you the truth. They're never going to reveal what is actually going on. So as far as myself fulfilling any unclean spirits, there was some uneasiness. I can't really say that there was anything definite. But, you know, I suspect with all the people who have visited over the years that had open doors, and when I say open doors, had not been through deliverance, had not broken their curses, have not repented of their sins, that the main core of demons, the majority of them, found a new home and left with the visitors. And that happens. I talk about it in my book, Second Heaven Invasion. So, a few probably remain. Sometimes they're there till they're cast out. Anyways, all right, running out of time here. In closing, uh, again, thank you for your support. I've got uh, two more calls to make back. Uh, you know, I just was on the vacation and I had to catch up. So tomorrow, Thursday, I'll try and make those the last two callbacks. Been very, very busy. Uh, so I'll do what I can here. But just remember, the mass mandates are already being implemented in California and and uh, New York. And you need to make the choice now what you're going to do. My wife and I, I've already talked to her. I already mentioned to her, too, that if we end up with a pink-haired, blue-haired, crazy wacko screaming at us uh, to get behind me, uh, to have her do what I tell her to do, uh, to exit or whatever, I don't want to engage because I'm one of those that you push me too far, I'm going to come out swinging. And I'm so sick of the crap. I'm so sick of the demons. I'm so sick of the lies. I'm so sick of these wacko people. And I know you are too. Then I'm afraid I'll lose my temper. And so we've made a choice. We've made an agreement that what we'll do in these cases, because I don't want to deal 
with having to go to do, go to court because I smacked some biatch for screaming at my wife. Now, a couple of years ago, I had two lesbians. And, and what is it with lesbians driving uh, the same kind of car? I, I don't get it. But anyways, I had two of them corner my wife in a store because remember they had arrows on the floor you had to go this way you had to go that way and she went in didn't even notice the arrows because they did just started and these two women were giving her a hard time she described them and it was your typical pink-haired wacko you know nutcases and so rolled my sleeves up and, and went through the store looking for these nutcase wackos because I was going to give them a piece of my mind for insulting and, and attacking my wife and lo and behold there was like three different sets of these nutcase wacko blue-haired pink ladies i mean what was it, a convention in town uh, i was you know so i didn't know who was who and i finally got myself calmed down and it's a good thing i didn't do it but you know what this is what it's going to take there are some people and i'm sorry i you know there's some people who only know and could only change by taking a beating. I'm sorry. It's true. That is a fact. And we are at a point that if we do not stand up, if we do not do what it takes to get things back, we are done with. I can hear that cray-cray bird out there. That's where I got the name for the old show was cray-cray. Uh, Sounds just like it's calling people crazy out there. I don't know what kind of bird. You know, I'm up in the Nevada Sierras and... Uh, this bird, they, I got two cats. Actually, we got three cats. We got one that adopted us. And they're always out there giving the cats a hard time. Anyways, sorry, you know, it's so frustrating. These people are going to get us killed. You know, those, those idiots that were standing in the road, blocking the road, and, and putting all those people in jeopardy, um, they have no sense. And I And I talked about that um, that God can remove the truth away from people because because these it turns out these people were divinators. They were New Agers. They practiced such things. And so the truth and the sense and the reality was probably taken from them. That's part of the curse of God for those who do such things. So in either case, most of these people aren't coming back, and we need to make a decision what we're going to do about it. All right. We will see you Friday. God bless you.